Andrew. Hey, uh, what's up, Riley? Do you want to do a podcast? You know, I do, but what would you want it to be about? Do you remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about a really big record? I do, yes. Are you still on that? I am still on that because I, I've had this. I have not answered this DM that I have gotten from my from my friend June because because she went through and explained it to me. Explained okay. explained everything about the records and shit like that. And okay. I have been like, well, I'm not going to look at this until I'm recording with Andrew. Then when we record, I open up, you know, all the Twitter feeds and everything, and I cover up that little thing, and I don't see it. Sure. But today, I changed my background to remember the, the DM, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> well, hello, June. Thank you for writing in. What's up, Riley? <laughs> Fifteen days ago, June writes. Okay. So, explaining specifically, like... Uh, why big vinyls aren't made. First off, do you know like the road that plays out of tune music? The road that plays out of tune music? No. Yes. So I'm sending you this video. There is a road in California that plays, as we just said, out of tune music because it, it, it operates in the same way as a big record. Okay. Do, do you follow? Do you, are you, are you with me? I'm with you. Is it, on the like, it's on the you know the little bumpies my, on the side of the road. They go. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, my wife calls it moose. I don't know why. Every time we hit one, she goes moose. That makes and sense. So I I don't know if those are actually <laughs> called. I just call them moose bumps. I guess. Okay. Well, first off, June says that I am right that the music is encoded into the thing. Like it is like it isn't like a word. It isn't like writing to a word. It is the music is in there, um, which is cool. But, that somehow makes less sense to me than okay, but okay, so, I I will trust y'all. The thing that is in the disc is the waveform of a sound, like what you it, like what you'd see on your digital audio workspace. Let's see how far down is this. I just don't want to lose this again. So I'm sending you a image that June sent me. It is of two ravines, light blue coloring, and you can see like ridges and a, the little the ridge of the vinyl moving down the line, right? It okay. goes yumpity bumpity yumpity bumpity, and like that is like that is where the fucking sound is. It is just sure. a waveform, and so as that needle goes over the waveform, it does just like go like this is what that waveform means, which doesn't even get into like equalization or anything. <laughs> sound is bullshit. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really like <laughs> reading like the thing that is on the record is the waveform of sound and dragging the needle through that causes the waveform to be played in real time is like boom. It's like sure, I I see that happening. I I hit stop on a record to record this podcast. I know it does happen, but <laughs> I'll take your word on the why. Okay. That's that's really all I had is just like uh, June telling me I'm right and then telling me scientifically why I'm right. And uh, like with this image. <laughs> okay, so, so when you when you said I have an opening this week, you just meant I want to tell you I'm right before we kick things off. I think that's a pretty good opening, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a good opening, too. I, I do like the energy of... Um, Hey, you know that thing that you couldn't explain? You were wrong about it, uh, but I'm right about it in a way that I also can't explain. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm righter than correction. you are. Neither of us knows what it means, but I am righter than you are. 
Um, <laughs> I, a podcast titled An Approximate Knowledge of Many Things. So, <laughs> so this is like this uh, this musical road thing you've sent me reminded me. Mm-hmm. There is an OK Go music video um, where basically they have a song called Needing Getting that has a big like guitar solo in the middle of it. The song itself is like, as they're playing it, they're they're driving in a car that has like a thing sticking off the side of it, and that's like hitting and smashing things over as it plays out like the drum beats of the song, basically. Okay. And then when they get to the guitar solo, they just like stick out a guitar pick, basically, and drive past a shitload of guitars that are all tuned to the note of that guitar solo. All right, that that's genuinely very cool. It it rules. They destroy a good number of guitars in the process. <laughs> And it sounds kind of awful because it is half playing notes and half destroying guitars. Uh, but it, it rules. It's incredible. Like, you That's hear the easy. strings break as they drive past. So, what if this is what a record was? This is, this is basically <laughs> what a record, what a record is, is, right? It's just, there's a thing that says this is what the sound sounds like, and you stick a needle, and it goes past, and it hits it, and it makes the right noise, Right. Yeah, so so there's a lot of the world's tiniest the world's tiniest violin. You've heard of it. Uh-huh. It, it is so. Those are all in records. <laughs> yes. The uh-huh. Just going through. There's a whole band. <laughs> exactly. The- there's a little guy that lives inside the record, and a needle goes by and pokes him, and he goes ah, and that's the note that is getting played at any time. That's why when your records get all the way down and they're just going around the center of the record, it uh, it's just beating the shit out of that dude. That's yeah, it's him going oof, ah, oof, and we hear it as like the little crackle and pops. But is <laughs> thanks gross. for writing in, June. That was really enlightening. Enlightening. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It, it sounds like we get it now. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like a genius now. I'm gonna. Go I take, feel like we get it. I'm gonna go take the sound SAT, uh, Andrew. <laughs> Oh yeah, Riley, can I hit you with an idea? Yeah. (laughs) This one comes into us from Jamie L, who sends us scary podcasts to hear in the dark. Ah! Ah! (laughs) Do you have another suggestion? (laughs) Yeah, uh, I got another one here. This one came in from Al, uh, who says, a podcast that starts and ends with the least funny stand-up you've ever heard. Like Seinfeld, but worse. (laughs) Oh. Al, I got good news for you about a idea called podcasts. Uh, the majority of with the majority of which are run by failed stand-up comedians in California. <laughs> is there? You can tell when a podcast is a stand-up person and not an improv person. There's oh, like something in absolutely. the air. There's you see people like kind of launch into like pre-established bits you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they're just it's 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 like uh you know like a political stump speech where like a politician will have like these are the five points i know how to hit and land home so any question that gets sent to me i'll just like kind of twist until i can be like and that brings me to my stance on climate change yeah, right yeah like, yeah yeah because yeah. like, they I, know I've that my, like i've got my bangers and i will always make my way back to them exactly 
Uh, it's like that, but like somehow sadder, where it's just like, or they're just like, ah, someone mentioned dating. I can get in my repertoire. <laughs> I, I always wanted to do stand-up as a kid. I know we've had this conversation before, but it is just very much like, damn, you can just keep doing it. You could just keep telling the same joke. Like, that is it. Like, like it's a song. <laughs> yeah, there's... A weird amount of in like podcasts and streaming where I'm just like, oh boy, have the people that I'm currently talking to heard me say this thing before? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you know what? I really don't care because they're going to sit and watch me play Pokemon anyways. <laughs> I'll tell the story again about Talo or whatever. Because mm-hmm. also, if you're telling a story, like a good storyteller makes the story interesting nearly every time. Like it takes mm-hmm. a couple repetitions before it gets fucking boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I really have nothing to say to that. But it's yeah. <laughs> it, there, there's a bit of like, oh, boy, how do I keep this fresh? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, it doesn't really need to be like fresh, fresh, like fresh, fresh. Because like mm-hmm. even even improv people like you, you have not that like every improver is just like, great. And then we'll do the bit where we're going to be in a restaurant and we'll mm-hmm. say this to but each you other. Got but there's a bit of you like, got, you got characters, you got shit, you've got stylings that you can go back to. Yeah, I know, you know that we you know have stuff as a team. We have in our pocket, the, I say something ridiculous about media in a time and you get incredulous slash mad at me. That I is threatened a threatened to bury a spoon in your chest. Yeah. That is a banger that will come out every time. I also know we have accidentally read about a musical that has night that is about nine 11 in our back pocket. That's we a thing that we did once Riley. <laughs> I think we've done it twice. actually. No, we did. We, I mean, we read it's a funny thing happened on the way to the forum and that was, it just had some elements to it. We're just like, Oh, it's weird to joke about that. Um, Remind me to tell you about the worst episode of Wikipedia that I never released. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, no, you get you get your bits, you get yeah, your yeah. things that are ready to go. Uh, I'm ready to say like, "Hey, Riley," blah, 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 blah. and like yeah. you know, even mm-hmm. if it's just like a tone thing, you're just like, "I know how to fit into the I don't know how to fit into the way that this goes." I recorded a podcast before. I've been doing it for mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I've done this show for over a year at this point, close to two. Our our second podcast birthday is coming up. When is our second podcast birthday? It's my Andrew? birthday. It's August seventh. Is this a birthday? Is this? Are we? Are you a birthday buddy with our podcast? I uh, yeah. I did you not know that? I'm a birthday <laughs> boy with our podcast. I the idea I, that like like some people like make sure they get married on what was already their anniversary so they don't have to remember a new date you did that with our podcast anniversary I, so here's birthday. here's the deal um i didn't i didn't do that i it was like we were talking we were just like we should release like you want to release fridays yeah hell mm-hmm. yeah uh we'll have stuff edited what do you say we launch like two weeks from now hell yeah we can build up some hype great mm-hmm. let me open a calendar oh that's my birthday <laughs> um that's what happened and it is also what happened when i launched argonauts except it's my wife's birthday i think i think you have a thing that you do i don't, don't do it on purpose you do i just it. did it twice when was wikipedia and whose important birthday was that a wikipedia i think just launched on a day that was a <laughs> podcast with six episodes to it who gives a shit <laughs> andrew <laughs> do you 
I feel like I've asked you for four suggestions now. I feel like I'm just screaming through our limited number of suggestions. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to close out of these two tabs. I got no other tabs open. Uh, do you want to hear about the worst episode of Wikipedia that I never released? Yeah, <laughs> let's go, dude. Tell so, me more. I I uh I had an idea for 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 anyone that doesn't know uh, which is probably a good chunk of you because Wikipedia has been dead for years. Mm-hmm. Um Wikipedia was a show that I I did where I was the con- it was a high <laughs> concept thing where I'm being held against my will uh being forced to read Wikipedia articles about horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um inspired by people that are just like like myself that are just like well, I don't want to watch horror movies. I'll just watch the I'll read the Wikipedia page and be like, ooh, mm-hmm. that sounds scary. But I was like, what if I did a podcast about that where I like have to spook myself reading these articles, blah, blah, blah. It was fun. Um, and one day I thought, let's do an episode. Uh, you know, I know that they just did a remake of uh, Black Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a remake of a horror movie, which was a remake of a horror movie. The first one came out like early in horror movie career. It was just like one of the original slashers basically yeah and then they kind of like did a reboot of it in like the 90s early 2000s i think and then they did one a couple years ago and i was like okay let's do that let's do like an episode where like first we're gonna talk about black christmas and then we're gonna talk about black christmas next we're gonna talk about black christmas but i'm talking about three different movies you know i was like that could be fun okay so the first one of those movies is about like a sorority house where a guy lives. Um, he like lives in the ceiling and like climbs down and kills people. And it's yeah. where the like it's the er example of like the call is coming from inside the house, right? Mm-hmm. And because it's like the fifties, it's a horror movie where like one person dies because yeah. uh, it's just like, oh man, how scary! That guy killed a person. <laughs> um, Meanwhile, I literally just watched, I, I, I just finished watching Scream, the newest one, and like eight people bite it over the course of that one. So like, it's Inc- funny. And, and it's like, and that one's even the monsters. Well, that's Scream is even like, they're barely even horror movies. They're just kind of like, I don't know, can't be action movies, but the action is a stabbing. Um, but then I, I was talking about the second Black Christmas, and that one is like, we're going to update it for the grim and gritty 90s and early 2000s. So like, oh no, we're going to start getting some rape in here. And oh, you're just God. like, okay, well, this is fun to try and joke about. Um, let's navigate yep. around this one. But like, because yep. horror movies deal with uh, tough themes know. with the <laughs> yeah, subtlety of a sledgehammer. Horror movies tend to deal with troubling things. <laughs> yeah, like... I feel like I was about to say more than any other genre. I don't think that's necessarily true because, like, you'll find a lot of comedies that are just like, I've got an idea for a bit. And just like the idea Mm -hmm. for the bit is like, what if we're just racist for five minutes? Yep. Um, Yep. 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 But like horror movie, it's like, oh, we can kind of exploit the bad things in our lives. And it's like, okay, by exploiting the bad things in our lives is kind of hard to watch and kind of hard to read a Wikipedia summary about. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So then I watched the newest one, or I read about the newest one, and like the description of that one was just like, it's like we're gonna triple down on that element of things, ah. but like in an empowering way. Ah. Where it's like instead of being a shitty movie that has these elements to it to be like titillating and scary. Mm hmm. 
we're going to make a movie about those things where like <sighs> rape culture is the horror, right? Okay. It's elevated horror now. <laughs> and I was like, how do I make jokes about and and the thing is I go into all these mm-hmm. blind. Like I, yeah. I do not yeah. pre-screen the media as articles. you go along. So you have them in like I am going to get into there and they're like, whoops. So I'm I'm twenty I'm twenty-five minutes into this and I'm just like, huh. I'm trying to improv jokes about a Wikipedia article about the villain Assault. being rape culture and like empowerment of people through and around it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I also I feel like I read reviews of that movie that was like, they're trying, but like, who boy. Um <laughs> You know what I mean? Succeeding. Yeah. So I was just, and I eventually I was just like, I literally like, I don't, I doubt I still have the recording, but there's a moment where I'm just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not, this episode sucks. I'm not doing this. Yep. This one is not. And that, that is kind of the sign of being a, a good entertainer and a good recorder is like knowing in your heart, like this ain't it. Like <laughs> uh-huh. hang up our hat here. Yeah, I was like, boy, there's some good stuff in talking about the first movie because uh, it's kind of a goofy 70s slasher. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, boy, I can't. I don't know. It's like trying to record a thing about the Duke and being like, she seems like a bad mom. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Like, it's the yeah. fucking point. <laughs> the Duke's about the trials and tribulation of a mother. Like, come on. I have been I've been listening to just King things. Sorry to join every other podcast that talks about it. But okay. like it's they were they were reading it. And uh, uh-huh. they were talking about how in, in that book, Stephen King is like, you know, he's he's the best of the best at that moment. He's like writing amazing shit. He's knocking bangers out of the park left and right. And then every once in a while, he'll just like do the worst thing possible. And you'd be like, well, that's weird. And then he'll go back to nailing out bangers. <laughs> and it made me realize, and st- I need you to stay with me. Okay. I need you to hold on. Okay. I've got I think the handles. Stephen King is the most anime author of all time. <laughs> In the way that they describe Stephen King books, as especially as you're watching Babe Ruth in the in the fucking in the fucking uh, arena, right? He's nailing out home runs left and right. It's great. You're having a great time, and then every once in a while, he takes the bat to his knees, and you're like, "Why are you doing that?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes back to like hitting the ball. He's like running up and down the stands, and then halfway through, it gets more to him just like beating the shit out of himself with the bat. <laughs> but sure, he's it's... still knock out the home runs. You're like, "Well, he's still doing it." <laughs> You're saying that Stephen King is the like the horror author equivalent of a show being like, we're going to be a cool action show. And every once in a while, you'll get to see a teenager's panties. Yes. And you're like, now, hold on. I, I would think... like to see the cool action. <laughs> I'm good not going on a panty raid. Yeah, I don't want that. And so with that, like, I think you have often prophesized about the one man sitting in the writer's room. That ruins these shows. Yeah, he's a very high-ranking official at a... I say at Shonen Jump, but he works at Anime Comp... He works at Anime.biz. I think that 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 singular individual is one of the highest-selling authors of our time. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen King? I think Stephen King is in there. I think that's what he's doing. 
<laughs> he writes four books. He turns around and he goes, give Minetta more screen time. <laughs> he, he's by now. <laughs> then he begs out some more books. Stephen King writes a novel and then he's just like, yeah, but what if she had some huge gahongalongs? What if it ended in the the wildest shit you could possibly imagine for no reason? Also, eh. Master Roshi should be locked in a room with the little pig guy. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Uh, do you want to make a podcast, Riley? Aren't we? Well, <laughs> I got I got another pitch. Did I waste you. all this on like <laughs> pregame? Oh, are are you recording right now? Fuck! And that's a podcast that is scary to listen to in the night. <laughs> <laughs> and see uh riley i got an idea for you this yeah, one uh, comes to us from uh theodore volume shooter monk i don't know what that means i am that sounds like the it. anime guy got a hold of a username <laughs> the theodore i'm sorry if i'm slandering your good name at this point <laughs> uh, but they is that you steve steve <laughs> steve Hey, hey, there's a car right over there, okay? It's after you. Oh, he ran off. We got him. Yeah, we got him. We scared him away like a light to little rats in the basement. Stephen King is like, uh, you know, like (laughs) Japanese mythology monsters, like a kappa, where it's like you've got strange creatures, but like Mm -hmm. they all have a weakness. They all have a weakness. Like a kappa, if you get the water out of its head, it can't move. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Stephen King is kind of like that. He's just a uh, he's a cryptid that roams the night. Uh, but if he if he if he if he's coming up on you, you can just kind of go vroom, and he goes ah <laughs> he and runs away. Jesus Christ! <laughs> read me the read me the, the, the volume shooter suggestion. Yeah, uh, they sent in a, a podcast title called Grover and Out. Grover and Out. Okay, Grover. Let me make sure I'm knowing the right guy. Trash can Sesame Street fucker. Nope. Grover, the blue guy from the Muppets, alien. Uh, he has he he's he. No, that's nope. Uh, you're thinking of Gonzo. Gonzo. Oh, there's New a podcast. lot of Riley. Which uh, which character is Grover? Grover is. Who? Okay, so he's not the blue guy, and he's not the Grouch. He's not. He is he's, a gym- not he's not Gonzo. And he is not Oscar the Grouch. No, he he is a uh, he is a Jim Henson production. Correct. He is. I will give you this one. He's not the large bird. He's not okay. And he's not. He's not a Muppet. He's not on. He, he is not on the Muppet Show. I don't know enough about puppets to tell you whether or not he is a Muppet. And I don't want people that give a shit about Muppets in my mentions. So I'm just <laughs> going to say that he is not on the Muppet Show as a regular. So, character. so that leads me to believe that is he on Sesame Street? He is. I'll give you that. He's on Sesame Street. Okay. Fifteen so. more questions. Okay. Okay. I'm just. I'm just. Li- I'm just going to in my brain list some some of the Sesame Street cast. You got Big Bird. Mm-hmm. You got the Snuffleupagus. Mm-hmm. You got uh the uh the fucking cookie monster. You got the count. Yep. You got Oscar the Grouch. You do. You got Elmo. You got Elmo's eighty-seven friends. Um Yes, those are all human children. No, though. no, no. Elmo's got some puppet friends. Oh, okay. Um they're all in the robot. Oh, like Zoe. They're all in the big robot show now. 
What? There's a Muppet Big Robot show where they're robots. Um, it's it's. We're gonna put a pin in that. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not Elmo nor any that's of his like, childhood. That's friends. everybody on the fucking Muppets. Uh, no, it's not. There's Grover too. Grover's a. Mu- I'm googling Grover. Is he like a B-lister, and I just know him? Grover is absolutely not a B-lister. What does Grover do? There's a monster at the end of this podcast, Riley, and it's Grover. <laughs> I never read that book. He is officially a Muppet. <laughs> it says. I Is okay. he still in use? I, I, th- I thought that Sesame Street characters were Muppets. I just don't really know well enough. Grover, Grover has because a Muppet is what like a half mannequin, half Muppet, basic or half puppet. I that is between you and God. All right, where is Grover? Grover is still part. Okay, hold on. Here we go. We are on. Can I get a date on this? I can't. Ten years ago, where is Grover? He was barely on for a while, but the internet's have changed that. He's he he's he's gone. People are trying to find Grover. He's missing. He hasn't shown up. Does Grover just not show up on... Hold on. Is Grover cancelled? Six (laughs) character deaths will never get over. Did Grover die? (laughs) Control F. Grover, number four, Grover Sesame Street? I'm gonna gonna read you a thing from the the Muppet Wiki. Uh, This is a, a thing labeled Grover and Kermit. Uh, for many years, because of the consistency with which they'd appear in skits together, Grover and Kermit the Frog had been considered close friends, despite the annoyance of, quote, Froggy Baby, as Grover would call him, followed by a slap on the back. Grover often assisted Kermit in his lectures, often doing the more difficult demonstrations. Grover's also come to Kermit's home on many occasions, usually to provide home service to Kermit, more frequently as a sales monster. In 1998, Grover hosted a tribute show for Kermit in The Best of Kermit on Sesame Street, presenting him with an award for Frog of the Year. Okay. As recently as a 2005 appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Grover stated that his best friend on the street is Kermit. Is this a a situation where people are like... Actually, you know, Klimt and Van Gogh were actually just like really good friends. Is Is that what's happening right now? I I don't know. I I'm not up to date on my uh <laughs> art history. Fine art shipping. <laughs> what I'm going to say? No, but Gro- Grover's Grover's like one of the iconic Muppets. Is he iconic? He's yeah, yes, Riley, yes. Hold on, hold on. Control T, go to Twitter. Grover's deck. a fucking icon. Is Grover iconic? Yes, he's super Grover. The monster at the end of the book is one of the best children's books of all time. I have never. This might be the first time I'm laying eyes on Grover because he looks like Cookie Monster with a nose, man. You've got to be shitting me. I don't even give a shit about Muppets and I'm out here standing Grover. What is what is his what is his Grover is an everyman. Grover. He's an everyman. (laughs) Grover did that. He's an every monster. (laughs) Look, every other Muppet is like, here's my goofy thing. Grover's just out here living. You just said he was a superhero. I mean, he pretends to be super Grover every once in a while. He pretends? I I don't know. He's a faker? I don't know enough about Muppets. He's stealing superhero valor? (laughs) 
Riley, I'm getting riled up about Grover. I need you to hit me with a new podcast idea. And that is proof that we have some bits that we can just keep going back to. <laughs> it always works. <laughs> na 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 podcast mine. <laughs> We're at 28 minutes. You won't let me cut here. No, I won't. What you got for me? Uh, Andrew, my next suggestion is uh, another is right about here. It's more like something putting exchange with like it. Um here here's actually a, a thing. Andrew, there this isn't quite a suggestion, but this was utilizing the hashtag. Uh Tanner, one of our one of our listeners, has been you uh are you familiar with incorrect quote blogs on tumblr um you're gonna have to be more specific is this like where they take a quote from one thing and they attribute it to characters in another thing kind of they'll see like oh this wasn't actually said by characters in the show but you could imagine a world in which it was right you know it's like when a tiktok is like oh this is a clone war this is a this is a one piece thing and they're like Luffy said this and, and Sanji said this and it's 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 you know but it's a different audio play yeah, right so, someone someone'll take a quote tweet of the drill candle tweet and say that Luffy said it uh but he put meat instead of instead of uh instead of candles and then mm-hmm. uh they'll say Nami uh-huh. said buy less meat and Luffy said hey fuck you like uh yeah, yeah no yeah. I'm I'm familiar with that yeah <laughs> Our good, our 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 good, our our listener, our buddy Tanner, has been has an incorrect Power Rangers quotes blog on Tumblr, where uh, <laughs> they've been attributing podcast mind quotes to Power Rangers, which was very funny to learn to me. Huh. This is a suggestion, but and they're all tagged to the podcast minds, which frankly, thank you. <laughs> send send me a link. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not a huge fan of the... I'm reading these now, and I'm struck by two things. Uh-huh. One, I don't remember saying a lot of these, and that scares <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, there's one of these where I'm just like, that does sound like a thing Riley did say, but I do not remember this. How are uh, ghosts affected by COVID does sound like a thing that you said. <laughs> here's another... I I. I don't know. Here's another one. Sometimes I think make a joke that I think my body's wired all wrong. Ha ha. Funny, funny. Other times I'm like, I think my body's wired all wrong. I think all my organs are in a different spot. I think it processes things incorrectly. And then, yeah, I'm allergic to air for three fourths of the year. So like, I feel you. Okay. I was about to say that could be either of us, but then I thought, no, I'm the one that's allergic to the air. Uh Um, Uh Uh-huh. A podcast where somebody gives us podcast mind quotes out of context and then we have to figure out which one of us delivered the quotes this is what if a podcast disappeared up its own butthole um this is also very funny because i do not recognize any of these names um i don't know any of these folks so it's kind of funny to be like yeah sarah and victor that's just like that also they have one of these quotes that's attributed to three separate people there's only two of us <laughs> but we have so much charm andrew we can carry mo- we are multiple people's worth of entertainment apparently i'm both sarah and preston preston power ranger One who second, are they i believe that is a that is i believe a is that a hyperforce 
I don't a, care. No, I'm cutting. I'm cutting you looking up the Power Ranger out of the podcast. I, uh, this this is Andrew. This is you. Control V. You got a you got a silly little hat. Oh, I got a little fedora. Great. I'm the Fedora Ranger. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Tanner, thank you for making this blog. I'm sorry that I'm ripping on it. Uh, it is nice to be. It's nice to be noticed. Um, <laughs> Sometimes I like to be perceived. <laughs> Andrew, this isn't a suggestion. But yesterday I watched everything everywhere all at once. We watched that on uh, like Sunday or something. That movie ripped. I can't believe they made a perfect fucking movie, man. Yeah, it's so good. It is like I left that with my jaw just fucking agape. I like couldn't form sentences after it, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is me telling you, the listener, you should go watch everything everywhere all at once. It's the one that- thing we can agree on. You think that people are overhyping it and that, like, due to you having heard how good it is, you will somehow walk in and it will disappoint you. It won't. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it mm-hmm. somehow hits it, dude. It's somehow like they made a perfect movie. This is not like, this is no, I'm not building on this the way that I normally would. It's like, this thing's perfect. And you're like, actually, Riley, there are obvious flaws. <laughs> no, it's fucking perfect, <laughs> Yeah, that's something that you normally like, I don't know, you usually save that kind of praise for like a children's television show. So it's really cool to hear you say it about like a perfect movie for once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it reminded me a lot of, Andrew? The Owl House? (laughs) No, I actually haven't watched a lot of Owl House, but I've heard it's really, really good. Uh, Then it must be Aquafina. No, that is a (laughs) motherfucker. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Uh, Grover, maybe? I don't know. He's had a couple books. I heard he was a good waiter for a bit. He might be. Super Grover, on the other hand, incredible guy. Deserves recognition. Maybe the two of them should hang out. Yeah. Everyone's saying that, yes, Grover yeah, is Grover's actually... Yeah, Grover's iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Grover's yeah. a better Muppet than Elmo. I... I've heard of Elmo. <laughs> Everyone else has heard of Grover. I kind of feel like you're Berenstain burying me with Grover right now. I'm not making up Grover. Grover <laughs> exists and rules. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with another idea for a podcast. Hold on, I gotta tweet that. I think he's real. Send tweet. Uh, sometimes you just need to do things for engagement, you know? Andrew? Yeah. I'm looking for another suggestion. I'm trying to now rack my brain because we've entered that point of the podcast minds. All right, well, then I got another one. Yeah. This is... uh. I was about to read this to you, and I got the strongest sense of deja vu. Have we okay. not? Have we never done lo-fi podcasts to study to? We have done lo-fi. We've done podcasts to shower to. A podcast that uh-huh. helps you cook. Yeah. Um, I'm looking through the um. One second, let me. We've done podcasts to help you drive. We've yeah. done podcasts. Podcast working songs. Uh huh. Um, I don't think we've done. I don't think we've done podcasts to study to. I'm looking at my list right now. Um, Tom and I from the Anime Sickos did almost do podcasts to help you shit. So mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. feel like we've done like pretty much everything else. Yeah, I think we just haven't studied because why would you study? Uh, Studying's for nerds and we don't want to put you in a locker. <laughs> yeah, I'll be real. I don't know how to study. I uh, coasted through high school and then 
kind of coasted through college, but like studying mm-hmm. has never been a thing that I've been good at. I either learn information and retain it or I don't. And like mm-hmm. going back and being like, great, time to teach myself this thing by reading my own notes is not something that ever worked for me. I'm trying like right now to think about because when I think of studying, I think of math, right? Like that is just like that is the combination I do because that's the thing I had to think about most. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. about the last math thing I learned. Like the like the last time I learned a new thing about math in a classroom setting. Well, that's like I, I learned math really well in high school, but I did not learn math very well in college. Well what well, then what was the last math what 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 like because for me, I think it's imaginary numbers. And then I stopped showing up. I know in college we got to like, anytime we started talking about trigonometry, I couldn't, the problem is I had to start memorizing things. So they were just like, here's sine, cosine, and tangent. Uh, what they uh, what they are has nothing to do with what they're named as far as mm-hmm. I'll teach you. Um, I'm sure that if you ask an actual mathematician, they understand why each one is named whatever it's named. But no one ever mm-hmm. taught me why they were what they were called. So I could mm-hmm. never remind what either of them were and how you derive any of them. Or frankly, what use they would be in my life. That that was some co- like sine, cosine, and tangent or something I li- literally never learned. Like that was never in a syllabus that was in a class that I was in. That is, that's one of those things that was like, they're just extra buttons on the calculator for weird. I'll, numbers, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. You're not missing out on much. What is, you know, when people are just like, you know, I dropped off of that show before I got to that season and people are just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's fine. That's when the show got bad. That's what I would say about math. Once you get <laughs> higher level geometry and like trigonometry, you're just like, eh, those are the skippable seasons. I'd say that math got bad a lot more before that. Math, math, <laughs> math is really how I feel about like. I'm trying to think of a cartoon or a show that I. Marn, Marn, don't listen to this. Math is kind of how I feel about Riverdale. <laughs> Where like the first see the first season, you know, addition, subtraction. Sure, like I think there's something actually here. Like it's it's not fun, but I think it is like interesting. Second season, division, multiplication. This is all right. I don't I don't know about this. Third season, fractions. <laughs> I don't we, like the dungeon, the D and D cult. <laughs> we. I do want to say we did start this bit by talking about, are we sure we haven't done this before? And then immediately pivoted into talking about how we're both bad at math and don't like uh-huh. math. And uh-huh. that is definitely something we've done multiple times. Yes. Are, Andrew, are we out of new material? We're out of touch. We're out, out of, time. of time. I'm out of my Hit when you're not around. Is that, right, is that well, great, it? Are we great back? last episode, everyone. Uh, <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye.